Once a forest home for kender and wild elves, it's now a wasteland dominated by the dragon. Welcome to another Dragonlance Saga episode. My name is Adam, and today we're going to talk about Balafor in the War of the Lance era. I would like to take a moment and thank the members of this channel, and invite you to consider becoming a member by visiting the link in the description below. You can even pick up Dragonlance Gaming materials using my affiliate links. I'm referencing the Tales of the Lance box set and War of the Lance sourcebook for this information. If I leave anything out or misspeak, please leave a comment below. There are few juxtapositions as drastic as Balafor pre- and post-Cataclysm. Since the Age of Dreams and the Time of Light, Balafor has been a richly forested territory granted by Sylvanos himself to its namesake and military hero, Balif. This land was populated by playful kender, wild elves, and beasts of all kinds. However, the Cataclysm caused much of the land to crumble and sink beneath the ocean waves of the southern Karain. This forced those who survived to travel elsewhere. Many of the Kender traveled east to found Kendermore, and wandering human tribes clustered near the shore to capitalize on the rich soil for farming, until the Black Dragon Army settled there and occupied it throughout the War of the Lands. The population of Balfour is primarily human, making up over 80% of its roughly 88,500 residents, split in half between civilized and nomadic peoples. 15% of the remaining are Kender, with Elves and Draconians as 2% each. The primary source for trade comes from spices, diamonds, glass, petrol, and Istarian artifacts. The rugged land, with its harsh deserts to the north, expansive savannas to the south, and jagged cliff-covered coastlines, belies its rich and bountiful soil. The maelstrom to the north forces warm weather and moisture south, which enriches this once vibrant land, adding much-needed elements of life necessary for the growth of plant life. For the hard-working who are able to protect themselves, they can truly make a bountiful living off the land. Much of the savannas are dominated by the nomadic human tribes of the Finn Mascar. Its Khan rules unquestioned over the people of the stag. These proud warriors, led by Abdus Khan Ranik, were forced into the Dark Queen's service or executed, surrendering their lands to the Dragon Army's might. There is rumor of a larger resistance of the Finn Mascar being led by the mysterious Silver Fox. Due to political and geographical difficulties of travel through Balafor, sea is the preferred mode of transportation. The people native to this land are, by and large, honest folk, just trying to make a living. The nomads are natural enemies of the Kurd tribes. Black and green dragons can be seen lazily flying in circles over the myriad armies of ogres, draconians, goblins, and humans who occupy in and around the towns of Port Balafor, Flotsam, and Callahan. The vast number of native peoples of Balafor avoid these areas as much as possible. The capital is Port Balafor, a dangerous place even for the dangerous, though it's only referred to as the capital because Flotsam and Callahan are physically smaller as settlements, though not always by population. Port Balafor is a town of just under 2,500 people. It is nestled along the shoreline, but spreads out to encompass every inch of the cove, even out into the water through a series of docks and wharves. It's known as a den for pirates and smugglers, and is seen as the gateway of trade for the lands to the east. There are rumors of a new cult called the Duskmen, servants of Hidukel, residing in and around the port city. 
Flotsam is populated by just over 3,600. It was built from the wreckage of Istar and is a hotspot for pirates of the Blood Sea. It's a rough town where businesses run by its citizens who carefully cater to the pirates, merchants, and those foolhardy enough to sail the Blood Sea of Istar. Callahan is a small town with just over 1,200 citizens. It's known as the center for fishmongers, farmers, Kurdish roughnecks, and elves. The locals do their best to keep pirates and smugglers out of their port town who tend to visit ports of the Kerman Sea instead. While the city is ruled by a former knight of Salamnia, Garlic de Ferros, he was not prepared to resist the Black Dragon Army which occupies the town today. The villages of the Finmaskar tribe, Akbarin, Aklir, Akmatar, and Akrol each contain roughly a thousand residents. They're situated around the rare springs that dot the savannas and deserts of Balafor. These people of the Finmaskar are tolerant of newcomers if respect is given in return. Brightfield has a population of just over 500 and is the largest farming community in Balafor. It is situated on the most fertile lands and is seen as the center for agricultural trade, though most of its production is being used by the dragon armies. The village of Patience has under 500 residents and is built over an ancient Sylvanisty outpost. It was once a home to Kender, but the Black Dragon Army uses it as a meeting place for would-be troops from the north and east. There are a couple of other important sites of note, like the Cloven Hills. These are south of the Window of the Stars, beside the Kerman Sea coast. It's the home to Neater Dwarves of the Stonecutter Clan. They do their best to avoid visitors, but they do travel to ply their wares. Their hills are known to be filled with geological riches, and the Dragon Army has been known to raid the area for slaves. The Window to the Stars is an ancient mystical site in Kerr's southernmost border. It is an uncharacteristic feature of the overwhelmingly flat countryside. It's a plateau of sandstone with nearly vertical walls rising over a mile to its summit. On the summit is a dark and highly polished glass-surfaced monument, which is seemingly impervious to harsh weather. The tribes of Balafor believe this to be a religious site, once a tower, where if you ascend its heights, you could convene with the court of the gods themselves. As its surface reflects the constellations of the gods, there are some missing as you gaze into its surface during the War of the Lands. While Balafor is only a shadow of its former self, the Dragon Army has made good use of its resources, and the residents operate as well as they can, hoping their occupiers will someday move on. And that is all I have to say about Balafor in the War of the Lands era. What do you think about the savannas of Balafor? Would you try to homestead with the Dragon Army occupying the nation? And finally... Who do you think built the window to the stars? Leave a comment below. I'd like to take a moment and remind you to subscribe to this YouTube channel, ring the bell to get notified about upcoming videos, and click the like button. This all goes to help other Dragonlance fans learn about this channel and its content. Thank you for watching. This has been Adam with Dragonlance Saga, and until next time, remember, I suppose it's important to be polite when you plug ugly.